Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Well, how's it been going today, y'all? Hopefully you had a great day. Great weekend. So let's roll into some things. Let's see how bizarre world is. Let's look at some hide and seek from the enemy. Have you ever sat there and broken something that your parents really liked, that they enjoyed? It was one of their favorite things. So you broke it, you hid it, and you didn't let them know. You thought you could get away with it. You thought they would never seek it out. Well, you were wrong. They looked for it. You got your butt tore up. You got grounded. Something happened. Something you didn't like. Well, that's kind of what's going on in the world today. Something given to us by God has been broken by us. We're trying to hide it, and we're about to be punished. Do you know what's been broken? If not, I will fill you in right here, right now. You see, the United States of America made a covenant with God, Jehovah, the creator of the universe, that we would stay in communion with him, that we would do his will. Well, we broke that covenant. We broke it in 2008 when we selected a certain president to run this country, and he said we are no longer a Christian nation. Everything started tailspinning then. Come to 2016, we elect a man that would put God first. Well, the damage had already been done, and we were trying to hide the truth from our creator while he was going to seek it out. He already knew. You know the feeling. You did, you've did. you done it. You've broken something important, whether it was a tool or an old antique that the family had, an old heirloom. You tried hiding it. Well, you can't hide things from God. He knows. He knows exactly what is going on, and he will not sit there and let you get away with it. You'll think you've got away with it for a while, but soon he will roar in like a lion and discipline you. Well, that's what's happening. We are paying for our actions. We did not do as we were told. We did not follow God. And yes, I am just as guilty as everyone else, if not worse. I did not do what I was supposed to. In fact, I didn't go to church most of the time there. I wasn't involved. I wasn't reading my Bible. I had ran away. I was in the wilderness, doing as I pleased, and having a horrible time. I will admit I was a heathen. And what makes it worse is I had given my life to Christ back when I was seven years old, but I fell away. Well, come to now, and I've paid my price. It is time we pay our dues and we get back to doing what we were told to do in the Bible. We go back to honoring the festivals doing as Jesus explained and told us to do. As he said, he was not there to disband the law. He was there to enforce it, to bring it about. So yes, it's time to learn how to do what we were supposed to do with our festivals and following God, taking the Sabbath, which is Saturday, and honoring it. We cannot back down from this any longer. We have to take up a responsibility. We can't sit there and think that we got away with murder anymore, because we didn't. We've let the lies of the enemy take root, and they've taken a hold of us. Well, it's time to stop that. If you think about it, what are the first three letters in the day Sunday? Sun. 
That means that that's the day they are worshiping the sun god of other cultures, other religions. So why are we celebrating Jesus on that day? He told us to rest on the Sabbath, Saturday, Shabbat. If you translate Shabbat into English, it is Saturday. So, yes, I fully believe we need to start doing things the right way. But as the Bible tells us, men are so built into their traditions, they will fight us on it now. They will fight to the death on their traditions. They want to celebrate Christmas and Easter, do church on Sunday. They will do anything for tradition. You try to mess up their status quo and they get angry. That was foretold in the Bible and the New Testament. We've let Bizarro World take the will for the past three to four thousand years. And we've just sat by and let it happen. Yes, some of the Jews kept the Sabbath holy. Most Israelites did not. I'm going to distinguish this again for you. Jews are Israelites, but not all Israelites are Jews. Jews are from the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin that were in the Babylonian captivity, not the Assyrian captivity. That would have been the ten northern tribes of Israel that were in there. and They were just Israelites. They had quit following God and were following Baal and Asher, which were basically Nimrod and his wife. That They were treating them as gods still which we can go through history and see that if you do the research. But nowadays, it's we just take what they tell us for granted. We take it as gospel. We take it as truth. We don't look for the truth anymore. We accept everything at face value. Well, that's our problem. That's why we aren't learning what we need to learn and honoring God the way we need to honor Him. We're taking everything at face value and just letting it roll letting it slide. That's why whenever things from Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 are being rolled out right in front of us, we just take it. We believe they're doing the best good for us. We let them lie to us. We don't seek out the truth. We let it be hidden. We let them play hide and seek with us and we never seek. So they get away with murder. Literally, they get away with murder. They do everything in their power to make it sound like it's nice and cool and they're going to take care of us. But the truth is, it's the exact opposite. If you learn how to read the language in those two articles from the United Nations, you will know that it is the exact opposite. But again, we take everything at face value nowadays. We have quit seeking out the truth for a long, long time. Why do you think our judicial system is so messed up? Because we quit seeking the truth. We take everything like it is. We think what they tell us is gospel. Well, today, get up, wake up, do a little research. 15, 20 minutes, just a little bit. Find out the truth. One way you could start is by reading your Bible and getting a concordance. The Strong's Concordance app is great. You can sit there and find the Greek and Hebrew root words so you know what it's really saying because the English language can be distorted in so many ways. It is an impure language. Greek and Hebrew are straightforward. You really can't distinguish a different word or root meaning from what they had written. Another thing you do is start reading the bills they're trying to pass in your state congress, your local cities, and the federal congress. Read them. 
If it's lawyer jargon you cannot understand, go to your representative and tell them no. It needs to be simplified to where the people can understand what you're trying to take away from us or give us. We don't need lawyer jargon. We need the truth. We need to quit letting them hide these things from us and we need to seek them out. That's what makes certain members of Congress so great because they're not afraid to tell us, hey, look, this is what's happening. So-and-so decided to hide this, this, and that in this bill, so yes, we need to vote against it. So yes, we need to distinguish. We need to quit letting them hide things. Seek everything out. Find out the truth. Don't buy anything at face value anymore. Also, when you're seeking out the truth, make sure you understand that there are wolves out there in sheep's clothing out there to deceive you, to trick you, to make you believe what they want you to believe. They don't want you to know the truth. They'll do anything to make you believe in their lies, in their agenda. Don't buy it. Get down to the truth. Find solid resources. You know what news stations you can trust and can't. If it's the mainstream media, stay far away. Treat them like they have an infectious disease. Treat them like they've got COVID. Just don't let them give you everything at face value and believe it anymore. We can't afford that. Look what it's done to us. We've been doing that since the 60s. We've become disengaged more and more. How do I know? I didn't even know the mayoral election in my town was this week. I did not see it on the posters. I did not seek it out. Now my mayor got reelected. He's a good man. He does a great job. But I didn't know. I would have liked to have known. So if there was something that needed to be addressed and we needed to change a city council member or a justice of the peace, that could have happened. But I was disengaged on it. I did not see the date on any of the election posters, which I will bring up the next time I go into the voting season for local politics. I believe they should just go ahead and move their elections closer to the federal elections and the state elections to where we aren't having multiple election days in a year. But I digress from that. I can't control that unless I do something about it. Unless I seek the truth and take action. And that's all I'm asking you to do. This is a battle plan. Take action and learn the truth. Seek it out. Quit letting things be hidden. That's like throughout history. What are the true reasons that Richard the Lionheart went to defend Jerusalem? Why are there so many Jewish symbols in Ireland that predate Christianity? These are things that you should ask yourself. There are several things throughout history that just don't make sense unless you get to the root history. Another history we should look at, with, especially with the Israelites in the Bible, why is it that we are being divided on race? If you look at the Israelite history in the Bible, they included other races into their people. Look at Rahab from Jericho. Look at Joseph's wife, the son of Israel. She was Egyptian. Look at Israel's two of his wives were from other countries, other races. So why are we being divided on race? Think about these things. Seek them out. Look for the truth. That's all we're asking for. Don't sit there and be blind. Other things you need to ask. Why do they want to take the Bible out of school? Why do they really want to outlaw the Bible? Why do they want to shut churches down? Why would you shut a church down during a pandemic 
when you really need all the hope you can get? These are answers we should seek out. We should not let them hide the answers from us. We need to push back. We need to seek. You can't seek when you're sitting on the bench letting them rule you like your subjects. Get off the sidelines and get in the game. Quit letting them walk all over you. Something else. Why are we going to these supermarkets and getting our meats and vegetables from multinational companies that own their own farms and livestock when we could find local ranchers and local butchers? We could find local farmers, local farmers markets, and get fresher produce and meat. These are things we need to ask. What are they putting in our food? I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm just wanting to know the truth. That is all. I'm not in the bag of crazies. I'm just tired of seeing things the way they're going. I know we can do better. I know we can unite. So why don't we? What's keeping us from uniting? These are questions we should ask and quit shying away from. Because the more we shy away from them, the more they divide us. The more we get lied to and the more we accept the lies as truth. You can tell a lie a thousand times and it's still a lie. You tell the truth once and they freak out. Another question you should ask yourself. Why do all these religions have a savior with prophecies that Jesus Christ fulfilled but none of them believe in Jesus? Why? Seriously. There are several religions that have the same prophecies written about the same things happening that Jesus fulfilled, but they don't believe in him. What's keeping them from that? If we know Jerusalem is the holy city of Yahweh, Jehovah, on earth, and that Jesus died there, as the prophecies state, then why are we so divided on that? We need to seek the truth. What's keeping us divided? What's keeping us away from each other, and why? Yes, I know we will not agree on everything, but we can at least agree to look for the truth and to push back against the lies. We need to seek more and hide less. Things like the book of Jeremiah. It talks about him going to Egypt. It talks about him having a young girl with him and that a palace was set up for her. Was that a descendant of David that the Scottish people and Irish people claimed got over there and reunited the line of Judah, of Zara and Perez? I mean, these are truths we need to seek out and find. If we believe the Bible, we have to find the truth. Like what really happened at the Council of Nicaea? What really happened? Why don't we have certain books in the Bible in the Protestant Bible that are in the Catholic Bible. Why doesn't the Catholic Bible have some of the books that are in their vault in their Bible? What is the reasoning? What truths are in those that they're afraid of? We know that everything hidden in the dark will come to light. So what are they hiding? What are they afraid of being exposed that will change the narrative? That will take the power away from them? What is so terrifying? These are things we need to ask. Quit going along blindly. Every time a people group goes along blindly, there is a massacre. There is a genocide. Look at this World War II. There was a genocide of six million Jews. 
just look at history. When you go along blindly, bad things happen. Why do we quit seeking the truth? These are questions we need to ask. I know this is repetitive today, but I'm trying to drill it in your head. Think for yourself. Look out for answers. Be a free thinker. If you're reading the Bible, read it as a child would. Don't read it like your pastor would teach it to you. See if you can get discernment from the Holy Spirit in a different way. He might have been teaching you one way and the Holy Spirit says another thing. But make sure it's the Holy Spirit and not the devil. Or not your own understanding. Ask for discernment. Seek the truth. Quote Matthew chapter 12 verse 25 through 30. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. As you see, we cannot be divided against ourselves with lies versus truth anymore. We have to seek out the truth. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do you, your sons, cast them out? As you see, Jesus was asking them for answers for the truth. He was giving them the truth. He sought it out. Here we are in verse 29. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? Well, we've been binded with lies. We need to break our binding with the truth. And then he will plunder his house. So yes, our house has been plundered because of all the lies we've been fed over the years because we have not sought out the truth. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. So, basically, he who does not seek the truth through Christ and in Christ isn't with Christ. So, let's get this call to action going. Let's seek out our truth. Let's find it out, and let's be honest with each other. And don't be offended when you find out the truth. Being offended makes it worse. Yes, it will hurt, but don't be offended. Be ready to forgive. Forgiveness is crucial. Without forgiveness, you can't get to heaven. You can't be a child of Christ without forgiveness. I know there have been some people in my life that have done horrible, horrible things to me, and I've forgiven them. There's no reason to hold a grudge, to be spiteful, and hold things against people. Yes, we know life will hurt when we learn the truth, but there's no reason to have hate in your heart and be unforgiving. That will just make you worse and worse and worse and you will reap what you sow. That will come back on you tenfold. It will. So seek discernment and be ready to forgive on a whim. Don't forgive and forget. Just forgive. You will always remember what they did, but you can use that for discernment later on. Trust me. I've had to do that. I don't forget what they did, but I forgive them for it, and I let them know, hey, look, I remember what you did. I forgive you. Let's make sure we don't make that mistake again. And slowly, you build your trust back up. That's what we need to do with our government. We need to tell them that, yes, we know what you did. We don't trust you, but we can build trust back because now we know the truth.
we know what you did and it's time for you to pay the piper and deal with the repercussions there will be no hiding from it we will seek it out we will find the truth and accountability will be certain but at the same time remember that we are the body of Christ if you are a Christian and we need to show forgiveness yes they will pay for their crimes but at the same time we need to pray for them while we're fighting them pray for all this to end pray for it to end the way God wants it to for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven amen and let's start seeking out the true history of the world not what we've been told by the Roman Empire or the Assyrian Empire or the Babylonian or the Persian Empire the Chinese Empire the Egyptian Empire let's seek out the real truth it would amaze you at some of these historical books you can find that have been recirculated republished that line up with what the world history books tell us but tell us a slightly different story so just seek out the truth from them because yes there are some things that we have not been told that have been covered up I wonder how many historical books are sitting in Rome under the Vatican right now there has to be thousands upon thousands of historical books that we don't know of that could tell us the truth of what's really going on so yes we need to seek these things out I found a book today that I bought and I'll be reading it it's a historical book over Ireland and Scotland the basic gist of today is just don't be blind don't buy everything they tell you take everything with a grain of salt look for your truth ask for discernment ask Holy Spirit for discernment and go from there so that's all we've got for that today let's get into some good news so we get in this thing on a good note <laughs> Here we go off the Western Journal, and this is about a pit bull. You know, people have bad thoughts about pit bulls because that's all they see in the news is bad. And just from personal experience, pit bulls are the sweetest dogs on the planet if treated right. So here's the story. Adopted pit bull receives hero award for saving his owner's life. When Berta Martinez first met Astro, she wasn't sure what to think. Scared of pit bulls, she was hesitant to commit to him when her family got him off the streets. I've always been scared of pit bulls and we brought him home. I wasn't sure we'd keep him for long because he was going to grow up, she told KTSM-TV. That was around a year ago. Now he's a permanent member of the family and a certified hero after saving Martinez's son during an emergency. Everyone meet Cosmo, the elf... Paso Fire Department tweeted on April 14th. Today, Cosmo's owner had a medical emergency. Cosmo ran and led a good Samaritan to the location. 911 was called. Thanks to this, crews were able to assist and transport the patient, saving his life. While the El Paso Fire Department referred to the dog as Cosmo, the family clarified that his name is actually Astro. Astro barking and running around was able to get a passerby's attention and led him to where Martinez's son was. If it weren't for Astro, the, that man might be dead. Getting help for his owner wasn't enough. Astro's devotion was clear. 
when first responders showed up to take the patient to the hospital. You see, this is why I love stories about dogs. Dogs love people. They want to be right up on their human all the time. They will do anything to save them if they're trained right, if you treat them right. I know my golden retriever, someone walks in the yard that he doesn't know, and my little girl or little boy are outside. He gets super protective and loves on them and keeps the bad, whoever he thinks is bad, away. But yes, great story. Dogs are awesome. And this dog, yeah, he deserves a reward. Lifetime supply of milk bones. Lifetime supply of rawhides, I would say. Great job, Astro. And here's our last story of the night, again off the Western Journal. Woman says dog saved her life by biting attacker holding knife to her neck. When 30-year-old Amy Edmondson of Essex was taking a late night stroll in her south end on sea with her pup star earlier this month, she had no idea that her dog would prove her loyalty and bravery by the end of their walk. It was around 11.30 p.m. on April 5th, and Edmondson, mom to nine-year-old Riley, was just around the block from her flat when a couple approached her. While the situation seemed innocent enough at first, it quickly turned dangerous. We were just coming back from a dog walk when a man and woman approached me and they were asking me where South Church was, Edmondson said, according to the Daily Mail. I turned around and pointed in the right direction and the man just jumped on my back, pushing me to the ground and held a knife to my throat. According to Edmondson, the two began demanding money. Star, a Staffordshire Terrier, and Jack Russell Terrier mix is normally a sweet dog. But Edmondson said she flew into action as soon as her leash was dropped. I was on the floor for what felt like forever, she said, but then I let go of my dog's lead and she just jumped on him and started biting his leg. See, dogs are so smart. Dog went and protected its owner. Great story. Good news right there. So, that's all we've got for tonight, y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Hopefully y'all have a good call to action of seeking the truth and not letting it hide anymore. So, y'all have a great night. God bless. If you liked it, smash that like button and subscribe. Go. Yes, I know about Give